0: Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbelay. I went to talk to a middle school on Friday. This was an experience that I had some anticipation, I had maybe a week and a half's notice. But I was asked to go and talk to a middle school for about 45 minutes associated with my experiences going to college, being a software engineer, a software engineer at Netflix, writing game software, various jobs that I've done, just talking to kids, middle schoolers, about some of the thought process, some of the ideas, some of the motivation that I had. And this was very interesting to me because I guess I assume that middle schoolers, I mean, my experience of middle school, and I forgot this, I thought I was 14 when I went to middle school in Los Angeles, but I was probably actually only 13 when I went there. So I anticipated that the children would be ages 14, 15. And actually, they were ages 12, 13, quite a different group of people that I was talking to. And you forget how small children are, you forget, I guess, because certain abstract things happened in my life. My parents got divorced when I was 11. You know, I started writing games seriously. I mean, I started programming when I was about 10. But I started writing games seriously with friends when I was about 13. And by the time I was 13, 14, I'd already written a few text adventure games. I had a kind of UFO flight simulator thing that I was writing when I was 14, 15. So I knew where I was in a programming sense, in a, you know, general ideas sense. When I was roughly their age But talking to them You realise how fragile And really precious children are of that age They're at a time Where the notion that they will have to earn an income And survive and these kind of things A small number of kids had that There was a class of 16 that I spoke to Probably two or three you could tell They knew what they were going to do When the kids said he was going to do Computer science monitoring and architecture You know, some of them really had a strong clue, but they were in the minority. Most of them were still young kids. They'd not even comprehended the notion that, you know, I mean, they all wanted to go to college, but none of them really had an idea of what kind of direction or career they were going to take. And when you ask them specific questions about what they want to do, what they'd like to do, you kind of get a deer in the headlights effect. I need to take a step back and illustrate what this thing was. I arrived at the school. I was told to sign into an office, and then I was basically given for a reign. They pointed me down a corridor, said, you're going to be in this room. The teacher was still teaching the previous class. I went in and introduced myself, and it was clear that the teacher was very interested in talking to me. In fact, when I was asking questions to the class, the teacher actually almost interrupted, almost like, raised his hand and shook it around and wanted to be asked you know, for his questions first. And it was very striking, actually, that when I first asked if there were any questions, there were about seven hands that went up. And then teacher kind of interrupted and asked his question. And then there were only like four questions. So I'm not sure if the teacher asked the question or not or what the whole scenario was, but it was very interesting. And I tried to ask the students some questions, but many of them were just caught like deer in headlights. And I just thought to myself, talking to children of this age associated with strategic life choices, knowing that I had made these kind of decisions when I was their age. I mean, when I was 11, 12, 13... These were the years where, firstly, I came to the U.S. briefly, but I also saw what my future needed to be. And I think the trip to the U.S., it's funny, actually, my experience for one month in middle school indicated to me very strongly that I needed to return to the U.S. And there was a strange juxtaposition position of having that experience and then talking to these kids. And I didn't talk about my experience in the U.S. at all. I just talked to them associated with the decisions that I made, why I'd made particular choices, why... I started developing software at such a young age. But also, more importantly, that drive and focus is something that they need to start thinking about now. It's so hard to preach these kind of things, particularly to children that are so young. I don't know what I was expecting. I guess I was expecting slightly older kids. I was expecting 14, 15-year-olds, not 12, 13-year-olds. That was a different group. What came out of it was that the teacher wanted to do a tour of Netflix. I've asked to see if they could come visit Netflix for a day, give them wander around the building. This kind of stuff. I don't know where it's going to go. I'm assuming I'm going to be doing the same talk next year. Maybe I'm going to refine my abilities, work out specifically, hone my skills associated with talking to these particular young people or a new generation of them, a new set of them. But it was a very interesting experience, and it gave me a lot of food for thought associated with what it means to be someone who, not explicitly, not over a long term but at least in the short term, can offer some insights to mental children in some way. That maybe one of those kids might think that crazy guy from Netflix came to talk to us and he illustrated that there was a direction that people could go. None of them, including the teacher, knew what cryptography was. And I realized very keenly that the language that I have, the words that I use, the day-to-day assumptions that I make associated with people that I'm talking with, never should really be the case. should always assume that I'm just speaking a foreign language of jargon when I engage with the general public. Tom Barbalay in San Jose, signing out.